Hello everyone, my name is James and welcome to the inaugural episode of Crypto Ledger, podcast about everything crypto, covering news, views and reviews. Now the podcast is sponsored proudly by BNB Pay, a crypto payment gateway which aims to make paying in crypto fast, secure and rewarding. Check them out at bnbpay.io. Today I have my co-host here with me, Raj. Say hello to everyone, Raj. <laughs> hello, everyone. I'm glad to be glad to be on the show. Awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for coming along. Um, and I thought for our first episode, we'd have introduce ourselves, our crypto background, and how we came about to yeah the cryptos to to this crypto world. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds good to me, man. I can start if you want. Sure, sure. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, well, I've done quite a few things. Um, sort of my background is sort of like product marketing and growth marketing. And so I've handled, you know, several projects for the big banks in Canada. I'm Canadian, by the way. Okay. Um, Royal Bank of Canada specifically. I helped design a national growth strategy. Um, and, you know, I've had experience sort of in the intersection between traditional payments and cryptocurrency. And I feel like, you know, that's a, that's a great place to be right now. Anyways, it's really taken off yeah. uh, before that. You know, I've been in e-commerce. I worked in the video game industry around 20 years back. Now I'm really dating myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I was in the video game industry at Relic and here in Vancouver. Um, yeah, that, you know, I've been involved in a lot of different projects. A lot of b2b projects a lot of b2c projects and just kind of all over the place really video um, games coming back so uh you could yeah. incorporate that with your crypto <laughs> yeah i mean they're taking i mean the sort of the, the video game blockchain space is starting to take off which mm. to me is crazy i didn't think that would even be possible but apparently it is yeah yeah i mean it, it always fascinated me too because i've been a pretty avid gamer up until my uh 30s and um or maybe even mid 30s but um <laughs> like you know like uh the one thing that always puzzled me was the in-game currencies right I, i've never been i've more been a gameplay person rather than a, a, a in-game economy person but i've got uh friends that just uh spend all day playing the auction house in their various games so oh, yeah. i think those gamers in particular, the, um, you know, NFT uh, or crypto gaming is made for them, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it's going to be big, I think. It's uh, whether people like it or not, I don't know. But I think there is a segment of the audience that is craving these types of games. So, mm. yeah, man, it's uh, the future seems bright, at least at this point. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it always, I guess it was, it always made sense because for for us gamers who grew up playing games, like it's it's just being online and being a digital environment, right, where where you're in a, a meta metaverse of sorts, just seemed natural to me to us, and um, obviously a, a metaverse requires a digital native currency. And that's exactly what cryptocurrency is so it i think there wasn't yeah it just felt very natural 
um, in-game currency such as your WoW Gold, your Diablo Gold, right? That was just what it is. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know these these companies like uh, Electronic Arts, they hire people behind the scenes who are like uh, well versed in the economy and and mm-hmm. sort of like sort of the pro- on the product side just to design all these sort of like uh, ecosystems for all these you know their internal sort of like uh, currencies. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a whole thing that they're very well planned out. And you know, for me, looking just playing the game, I'm you know like I. I you know, I'm impressed, but the work that goes into it is just, you know, really incredible. It's true. It's true. Yeah, because people people kind of see the game. It may maybe a you know like for for example, Axie Infinity. Uh, I haven't played it myself, but I've uh, looked at the gameplay. It looks very simple on the surface, but you know everything from the in-game economy to the scholar slash getting people to play for you that that sort of mentality it, it really speaks to uh what uh, the old some of the more successful games such as wow the one i'm familiar with it was like right because you go through periods where there's all these gold farming happening on bots or like you know people overseas farming gold for you like it's, it's literally replicating the uh, axie infinity in the game environment yeah and wow was huge it's still pretty big. It's still got a pretty sizable community, but I think it's, peaked. it's probably peaked, right? Hasn't it? Or probably. Mm, I guess you'd think so after like what 10, 15 years of rain. Yeah, I think so. Remember when it was on South Park? Everybody, everybody was talking about it. I remember that. Yeah. 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 yeah it's so crazy. Yeah. No, it's um it's an exciting, exciting time, definitely. Yeah. Right. And um Thanks for that. Thanks for sharing, Raj. And uh, maybe about a bit about myself. Um, my background is also in finance. I started out as uh, working for an insurance company back when I was still studying. As a uh, got an internship with Zurich, a uh, financial com- uh, financial insurance company in Sydney. Um, yeah, I mean, my 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 even though my degree was fine. E-commerce, which is uh, a mix of IT and finance. The IT side of things never, the coding side of things never really interested me. Uh, it was almost always the finance side that, that kind of drew me in. Uh, so I started my own business uh, six years ago as a uh, finance broker. And um, yeah, uh, discovered crypto. Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum back in 2017 and kind of just fell in love with everything, everything from the technology side of things, the use cases that um, having a decentralized, you know, smart contracts and, and how it can kind of remove a lot of the middleman, remove a lot of the red tape that that uh, exists in all these different aspects of our society and our business and our economies uh, was really exciting. And um, even though back in 2017, yeah, good old ICO, ICO days, is a lot of the technology was pre a bit too premature. Um, that I guess the investors hype and, and, and their, their money kind of came way before the technology and the, and the, the maturity of the, the market was able to, to cope and hence a lot of people got burnt. But nevertheless, you know, from it, there was a lot of great uh, companies and a lot of um, great ideas that was on the back of 
blockchain and um, smart contract use cases that's really flourishing now. So it's great to see. Yeah, I mean, crypto is sort of the great equalizer. Um, you know, it's it's you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, so like it's it's sad those people got burnt, but you know, these things take time to build and just to, to research and to just get up and running. Um, but I feel like now we're at a point where a lot of this stuff is taking off and the money's coming in and the people building it are really serious about it as well. Yeah, so I think, yeah, man, the next five, 10, 15, 20 years is just going to be hyper growth and just. A lot of industries are probably going to get uprooted, I think, just because blockchain has that ability to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great time to be in the space and it's a great time to be a fan and being a proponent of, of blockchain and crypto in general. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree with that 100 percent, I think. Um, yeah, it, it's it's it, and it, it's so iconic that off the back of the uh, GFC, right? Which which I'm sure you you felt the brunt of being in uh, North America, uh, the brunt of that. And um, the 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 thing that struck out to me the most about post GFC was how um, you know back in, in like America has always prided itself on being a capitalist economy. Um, and, and, and rightfully so, right? It's had a great track record and of, of magnificent growth um, since the post-wars. But um, while it is definitely capitalist to, to in, in its truest form, um, the, the, the GFC kind of turned turned that around when the uh, losses, right, the, the massive bailouts and the infinite money printing kind of made it, uh, turned it into a more social, you know, uh, a socialist. Um, yeah, you know, I know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, well, uh, you know, while while during the good times, it's it's capitalist as truest form, but during the bad times, during the bailouts, it became a socialist. Uh, yeah, like the, the, everyone else had to pick up the burden. You know, I've worked with bankers and sort of, yeah, that at that point in two thousand eight, the sort of the irresponsibility and the greed of the banks that was sort of my you know that's that sort of lit the, the flame inside of me and then once blockchain started taking off and you could find jobs i was like okay yeah i definitely want to be in this space but yeah that 2008 financial crisis that taught us that the banks would do pretty much anything to make money mm. and they you know in turn they would bring the whole economy down with them <laughs> and and you know it was ultimately up to the taxpayer to bail them out you know we didn't have a choice you know the central banks made that choice for us yeah but you know what can you do that's 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 it is what it is and that's how we kind of came about i think you know how crypto yeah. and blockchain just sort of slowly took uh, took off at that point right it got built and slowly over the years it's just been growing ever since yeah yeah it really it really took um the idea of you know decentralization decentralization of money specifically and, and that idea of separating the money from um, the state, right? That the, who, who controls, who has all the power. Um, yeah, it really that idea really went from a very niche anarchist kind of you know crazy loony bean sort of idea to 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 really the center stage. So yeah, that's it's 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 awesome. And fast forward what 12, 14 years later, um, it's, it's no wonder. Uh, crypto crypto projects have attracted all these 
attracted the best talent, attracted a, a huge inflow of capital. Um, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it's kind of when you think about it, it's kind of silly. Like, do we really need like governments in the way of if I'm trying to transact or buy something, you know, a product or service in another country, do I really need to go through all these banks, all these governments? Can't I just do it like peer to peer? It's so yeah. much simpler. It's just, I don't know, the added baggage of just going through, like trying to send a wire. Like who sends a wire anymore? <laughs> it's just yeah. so much work, right? To get into the banks, it takes it could take a week or longer and it might not even get through or it might get lost. It's a whole thing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think... Yeah, I mean, and, and I feel like it's in, I mean, I, I totally understand, right, post 9-11, uh, there was a lot of need for anti-money laundry and, and those sort of uh, red tape. There, there is a need for it to an extent, but but having said that, it, it's, it's coming at a cost, a real social and economic cost of in, inconveniencing the rest of the world just under the guise of stopping terrorists, basically. And um, you know, is that cost worth? Is that cost worth the? Um, you know, there's a pros and mm -hmm. yeah, is a cost benefit justified? And, and I would say it's probably not, um, especially given uh, just because there are all these anti-money laundry laws that exist in the world doesn't mean that anti-money laundry isn't happening, right? The the mm -hmm. the, the drugs in the drugs in the kids aren't haven't stopped operating just because of these. Um, red tape that's around it so who what what is it really doing yeah it's it's a tough question man but even like these crypto payment companies they you know they have sort of kyc they take kyc that's uh, know your customer just all the all the data and all the paperwork they they have all that anyway so they are doing their part to to help out so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that brings back to um BNB pay as well, you know, how we, the, the, the company, uh, and back, back, you know, going back to uh, Bitcoin and the original white paper, right? It was, uh, the, it was originally proposed to be a P2P currency, um, Bitcoin was. And um, although probably for the better, right? Bitcoin has now become a um, universally recognized as a store of value rather than a P2P uh, currency. Nevertheless, the idea of P2P currency is sound. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and and in a you know in a global in the continually globalized world where everyone is connected online on the internet and majority of us spent you know most of our waking hours on it uh it makes sense that we need a digitally native currency that's um easy fast secure and doesn't require any sort of government intervention yeah man i agree 100 percent. yeah yeah oh awesome um have we do you reckon that's enough for? Uh, no, we can just talk over it. I, I can just do some editing. Yeah, you can just dub it over. Yeah, I mean, like, it, I think that's pretty good. That's been like fifteen minutes, maybe or ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so maybe I'll just wrap it up. Um, yeah, say something like, "Thank you for listening uh, for a first episode." Uh, more coming, I guess. Right? More coming. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. More coming. Exactly. You just say we have a diverse group of people, you know, involved in these projects, and 
they're going to be involved slowly, I guess, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for our first episode. Uh, there will be a lot more coming. We plan to do this on a regular basis, and we plan to involve a lot of a uh, few of the different casts uh, within our yeah, few different casts. Um, so stay tuned, and uh, any feedback and suggestions are more than welcome. Thank you for listening, guys. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Cool. Hey. Okay. <laughs> so, um, it was just two of us basically ranting. But that's yeah, pretty much.